This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This is TechCrunch. Alternative seafood startup Aquacultured Food reels in $5.5 million by Christine Hall. Venture capital investors focused on food tech are calling 2023 the year when alternative seafood startups will make notable strides. Meanwhile, investors expect 40 investments to be made in this sector this year, up from 36 in 2022, according to the Good Food Institute's annual investor report. Within the past year, TechCrunch reported on a number of those investments into startups producing alternatives to traditional seafood. For example, one of the biggest venture capital investments into alternative seafood in 2022 went into Wildtype, which raised $100 million in a Series B round for its cultured salmon product. Meanwhile, New School Foods, Plantish, Blue Seafood, and the ISH Company also announced funding. Today, Chicago-based Aquacultured Foods is adding itself to that list, announcing $5.5 million in seed funding to bring its pipeline of cultivated seafood alternatives to market. Prior to starting the company, co-founder and CEO Ann Palermo was in finance, but always had an interest in health and wellness, so when the opportunity presented itself, she decided to go back to school to learn about product development and science. Following that, she started her first health snack company that leveraged proprietary formulations of a high-protein snack through the use of protein isolates. It was really during the development of that product in particular that I got into the alternative protein set scene because it helped me to understand that there are a lot of alternative proteins that are not highly refined and do not come from animals, Palermo said. After learning about the microbial fermentation process for making food, Palermo decided to focus on seafood, explaining that it is the most unstable supply chain of any animal protein due to things like the rise of the middle class and the increase in demand because of population growth in regions like China and Southeast Asia, where seafood is the number one protein consumed per capita. However, overfishing and climate change is depleting the supply of fish, and after really seeing and identifying what's going on, I knew that we had to come up with a really fantastic product that could meet the look, texture, nutrition, and commercial scale be able to eat it and to make the maximum global impact, Palermo said. Aquacultured Foods is creating whole-muscle-cut seafood alternatives, including calamari, shrimp, scallops, and fillets of tuna and whitefish. The company also produces minced seafood fillings for applications like dumplings, ravioli, and sushi rolls. Just texturally speaking, there's nothing like it, Palermo said. It is nearly indistinguishable from tuna when it is inside of a maki roll. It is nearly indistinguishable from scallops. The products are currently optimized to be raw, and the texture is just so beautiful and silky, it's quite an accomplishment. Palermo was mum on exactly how the technology worked, but did say the company was using proprietary mycoprotein 
fungi, fermentation processes that don't include any animal inputs, genetic altering, or modification. She also said this process yields food with a lower price point to narrow the gap in price parity with traditional seafood. Aqua created novel processes and methods of production based on technologies and products that have existed for thousands of years, so we don't have the same regulatory hurdles as other types of technologies have, Palermo said. They are already generally recognized as safe by the FDA. It's part of the reason that we're able to have such an accelerated market and be able to have so many really fantastic tastings. Aqua's new investment was led by Stray Dog Capital and included H Ventures, Aztec Capital Management, and Amplifica Capital, which joined existing investors, Supply Change Capital, Big Idea Ventures, Hyde Park Angels, Era VC, Kingfisher Capital, and Swiss Pampa. The RAMD also included a strategic investment from Asian food manufacturer and distributor CJ Chael Jadang. In total, Aqua has raised just over $8 million, Palermo said. Brittany Chibe, Aqua's co-founder and chief growth officer, has been in the food industry for over a decade and said the new funding will enable the company to begin manufacturing its first products by early summer. That will include tuna, scallops, and ground shrimp. The company recently acquired a 5,000-square-foot food-grade facility in Chicago, almost nearly built out for its pilot facility. Palermo expects Aqua to be able to grow between 5,000 and 10,000 pounds of product in a 450-square-foot space. What that does is open us up to have decentralized manufacturing, Palermo said. When we eventually do move into new markets, for example Asia, we're going to be able to have a grow facility in Asia and we won't have to ship products from the U.S. That's a big area where we differentiate as well as just the inherent scalability of our products. Aqua will also use the investment in hiring additional employees and expanding its roster of restaurant and food service outlets for product introductions this year. Chibe said the company sees a path to quickly reach commercial scale and will respond to inbound interest from chefs with some initial pop-up shops to see how it goes. We're not really sure what demand looks like, so if we can dedicate one weekend to specific restaurants, we will know about how much of it they're going to sell, Chibe said. Then we can produce it ahead of time to get exactly what they need. To hear everything you need to know about the week's top stories in tech from the people who wrote them, check out the TechCrunch podcast, hosted by me, TechCrunch Managing Editor Daryl Etherington. Each week we go in-depth on two or three of the week's top stories from in and around the startup ecosystem, and I'll be joined by the TechCrunch experts who covered them. They tell us why the news is so important and what they think matters most to you, our listeners, whether you're just interested in tech or that's where you make your living. New episodes drop every Saturday morning, so be sure to subscribe to the TechCrunch podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.